I'm ready to go. Alright, cool. Well, first off, cheers. Mm. Cheers, sorry, How totally are took a sip. I'm I'm good. Mm. I'm good. I'm loving the um temperature difference at the moment with uh <laughs> you telling me like, hang on, I'm I'm gonna go put a jumper on and I'm like yeah. ah, if <laughs> if I could I would be more removed of clothing, but shorts and a shorts <laughs> It's yeah. funny because I'm talking to Kayleigh about it this morning because she's in Vancouver and we're talking about how she's now in the process of purchasing like some sundresses and summer mm-hmm. clothes and things like that. I'm sitting on the couch going, yeah, my feet are cold. <laughs> Freezing. Because <laughs> we're having this big cold snap come through the east coast of Australia at the moment and like, okay, yeah, I'm on the Goldie and everything and it's not super cold here but it's cold enough i mean once you get like um kind of like situated in a place it, you your temperature kind of, yeah. exactly right and so mm. for some people they would be like i know in sydney our cold winters are definitely colder than what yours in, que- in queensland yeah. would be but then if you're used to that then whatever's cold to you yeah. is cold to you so well, that's the thing. Like, you go up to Townsville or something and they're wearing jumpers at 25 degrees and you're sweating your balls off. It's like, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> Someone's wearing the wrong yeah. thing. That's it. That's it. But, yeah, oh, I've been really looking forward to recording with you for so long because you were, like, when I first put this concept together, you were, like, one of the first people I thought of that I wanted to record with. Oh, really? Because... Yeah, cool, because you live in the States and I don't get to hang out with you. I don't get to chat to you as often anymore. And we don't get, like, we used to play games of a nighttime so often together. Yeah, it used to be, like, like, mm. we used, every night, it was like, if it wasn't like playing games, then we were doing D&D. Exactly. You were my first D&D party. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Same with mine. So, you know, Mm. it was one of those things where I was like, oh, I miss hanging out with Ali and stuff like that because we used to play games at a nighttime together and... Like even jumping on Twitch streams that which none of us really do anymore, but like it was all something that was just it's just a really great way to pass time and just hang out with friends. Yeah, it really was. Like, um, I can't, I was trying to remember what it was, but something kind of like brought me back, and I'm like, I was just like, I remember those nights where we would play just like like it would be just whatever game, whatever game we were we yeah. were hooked on at the time, and then it was just all like you're jumping on, I'm jumping on. Okay, cool, let's go. And then it was just mm. hours and hours of just shit talking and then like you know chaos (laughs) yeah just absolute chaos and like you know making fun of each other or you know Mm. making fun of how someone like took a game too seriously while everyone else was like just (laughs) fart assing in the background not playing the game seriously yeah that's it like we yeah we'd just be doing stupid shit and like we'd be playing those those PUBG rounds and everything like that and like with Nasi and seppi and stuff and we would just be doing the stupidest, stupidest. things. <laughs> everyone else is Meanwhile, everyone else is like super competitive and we're just being the biggest trolls and dumb asses ever. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Like all the times where it's like, like people are trying to, like we'd be in those big like custom games where it's a battle royale with like different communities mm. and they're all about like, you know, stealthing and skills. Meanwhile, we're all naked, half naked on a church top, <laughs> just like dancing or something dancing, like that or being driving, driving We're cars. throwing grenades at ourselves, <laughs> right? Other than actually panning each other in the head, kind of thing, like trying to see, like swap clothing and everything in PUBG. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, oh man, 
just such great memories. I, I watch some of those old videos back every now and then as well because they just make me laugh and just yeah. remember some such, such good times and everything like that. Yeah. And the other thing I, I really was excited about chatting to you about was like because I knew you were going to pick margaritas. I was like, if <laughs> Ali's going to pick any drink, it's going to be a margarita. Yeah. It's my, that would be the first choice. It's my, <laughs> it's my staple. I feel like a margarita never disappoints. Like... Like, mm. you know what you're in for. If you go to a fancy place and you order a margarita, you're going to have a nice margarita. If you go to some yep. dive bar and they're like, hey, 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 $3 margaritas, you know what you're mm-hmm. in for. So, like, it just, if you're a tight ass or you want a nice fancy mm-hmm. drink, you, you just, you're not, you're not going to be shocked. You're not going to be surprised. It's yep. going to be exactly what you expect. And you can always go to Guzzi's and get a frozen margarita as well. Oh my god! You know the first time I tried one of those was was it I, I it was at RTX I think in Sydney. Oh, was that your first? <laughs> like my first frozen one at Guzman mm. in Gomez because I every time I ate there I think I was eating there for like work or lunch or something like that. Yeah, and so then, you can't drink. Yeah. Yeah. So then 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 the idea got thrown around like frozen margaritas and I was like, oh hell yeah! <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, just yeah. add an event. Let's and all. Go, Let's add frozen margaritas. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was the other thing. Like you and I, we used to always hang out a lot of those conventions when we went yeah. to them for eight bit stuff. Because um, we just walk around. Because we didn't want to like make big deals of ourselves or anything like that. We just wanted to walk around, check out the show, and report yeah. back for the podcasts and so on and like that. And we, I think you and I kind of have sort of like a similar wavelength with those sort of events and things like mm. that as well. Yeah. And that's why we just kind of like gelled really well. And like, yeah, and that's like the last packs. Well, it was the last packs in Australia anyway um, that I went to because you were living in America by this stage as well. I was oh. like, I haven't got my convention buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I was walking around by my lonesome a lot of the time. And I was like, oh. Yeah, like um, every now and like whenever I see the guys like mention like PAXOS, PAXOS and all the conventions mm. and stuff like that, like like no lie, like I there was a lot of bad things about it that kind of always like gave me anxiety yeah. or worked me over or anything like that. But the... Mm. The the nice co- like coincidence of having to force us all together to just hang out, and it was that one opportunity yep. we were all guaranteed that we could just all hang out and just enjoy the time. And for the most mm-hmm. part, I don't know how many of us would just you know we talk about packs and then be like, all right, cool, and we're gonna grab drinks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's pretty much what we do. We go in, we hang out, we grab coffees or whatever, and then we. Go back into this thing and walk around for a bit longer, and then it was like, okay, it must be beer o'clock now. <laughs> Go out <laughs> and grab that, alcohol. Time for that liquid lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, liquid lunch. And it's like, yep, go in for a few more minutes, go grab go another beer, out, and yeah. so on and so on. <laughs> exactly. But th- that was always the best way to hang out with the community as well. Like other podcasters or anything like that. It's, oh, yeah, we're just going across to the bar and you- let's go go grab a drink and hang out for half hour and have a chat and catch up. Yeah, and like, I mean, it's so hard with it being living in Australia. I like it's hard anywhere, mm. but like living in Australia, you can develop these type bonds online. Yep. But just having mm. that really close personal experience, like you, you one mm-hmm. in a million opportunities. So. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. And I, I find now, especially now, um, like a lot of my closer friends are all, for lack of a better term, online based friendships. Mm. Um. Because we all met through online means. Well, majority of us met through online means and things yeah. like that. And I talk to more th- these people more frequently than I do 
friends that I met through real life means being work or friends of friends and so on and so on. Like, you know, do you find it's something similar as well? Like, especially yeah. being part of a podcasting gaming community? Yeah, I like... I'm assuming it's because when, like, the comparison between the friendships that we make, like, in high school and work and everything, mm. they exist because I think, you know, you have the common the common location, the common, you know, thing that yep. you have in together. But then when you make these friendships online, you also develop that way of how to maintain an online fr- friendship and how you don't have to always, like, be chatting all the time. You don't always have to be mm. doing this and this and that. Just, like, little check-ins here, a meme share here, and it just it's still yeah. – it maintains the friendship as opposed to, oh, I don't talk to that person at school anymore because turns out we really weren't in common or I don't really talk to yeah. that person at work because – I mean, we really didn't have that much in common. Like those besides talking about work stuff, you don't exactly. really want to talk about anything else. Lord, <laughs> Lord knows that like the jobs that I had, I would barely find anyone with even a slither of the same interests that I would have. Yeah, same. Same. I find that quite frequently, unfortunately. <laughs> There's like but, uh do you like, like it, it's always like there's like small things where you kind of like you know what maybe maybe I'll let them know a little bit about me and then you do mm. and then you just you see like like oh and you're like okay not close that door like yeah that that door shuts <laughs> that real door shuts quick real. <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh, so you've been living in America now how long have you been over there it's like three or four years now. It's if wow. it, it's been so hard to keep track because of COVID because the Yeah, lake, well, that, that last uh, year has just kind of thrown all semblance of time out the window. It really, like, it really, really has. And even, like, for us in the States, like, it's still, like, it's it's been a constant since, like, was mm. it March, May? It's, it was one of the end months, wasn't it? Like, ever since when yeah. it really kind of became a serious thing, it's just been a constant, like, everyday thing mm. here. It's only just, like... Like, here in California, like, we're only just, like, you know, oh, yeah, masks can be – you don't have to wear a mask outdoors. You, We yep. can start eating inside restaurants again. Like, you know, like, yeah. it's it's been it's... a very, very, very long year and a bit. Yeah. I can only imagine what it's like because even here in Australia, trying to compare, like, Queensland to, say, Melbourne, for example, which has Ooh. actually suffered the worst here in Australia um, – like, I think the worst I've had to do is we had, like, three weeks, and it's only just this last April gone, where we actually had to wear masks outdoors. Oh. Or in public, I should say. Yeah. Like, that's the only real instance of mask wearing or anything I've had to really deal with. Um, like, I worked pretty much through the initial lockdown phases and everything like that, which I thought was actually really cool because there was no traffic on the roads to get to work and everything in the morning, <laughs> so... It was great. Um, I was getting lots of work done. It was fantastic. But, like, for me personally, I'm just sitting here going, well, nothing's really changed for me that much besides, you know, I can't go to the gym. Like, that's about it. Yeah. Whereas, like, for yourself and, like, talking to friends in Melbourne, uh, Kayla in Canada and things like that, I know you've all really struggled with it. Is it been... <laughs> I'm trying to think of the right... It, it's It's been... Have you been envious, I suppose, of what like some like someone in Australia has gone through uh, yeah. to a degree, or like well, how do you feel like comparative when you compare it to other parts of the world? It's it, the, it's been. 
like there's a few things that like yeah I have maybe kind of gotten like maybe slightly jealous where like like I hear my own family or maybe some friends like talking about how oh, mm. the struggles of dealing with COVID for a weekend like oh mm-hmm. would you wouldn't believe it we have to wear masks indoor again I'm like we're still doing that <laughs> like we we can't yeah, go into a it shop never stopped yeah we can't mm. still can't go into a shop and like um and then I see people going to gigs or just like going out to a, like a nice restaurant or just like catching up with people and stuff and I'm just like yeah it's it's you guys have got it good like you you don't understand like Mm. how long like granted like we're all we're all vaccinated now but um, and like that's i know something australia was struggling with at this stage but seems like it's slowly picking up. still are still are really um it's still like only people over 50 frontline well they've changed it to people over 40 now um frontline workers and they're doing a blitz on um, disability workers and disabled persons at the moment um but yeah i i'm technically a frontline worker because i do work in aged care facilities from time to time yeah and i've literally only just got the invitation to book my appointment just recently meanwhile we had to all get flu shots before the first of may or otherwise you're not even allowed on site but the covid thing's just been the rollout for covid vaccinations here has been pretty terrible to be honest yeah Um, that sucks because, like, we're hearing, like, you guys get, like, 100 million doses done by, what, the end of April or whatever it was. Yeah. It was well and truly before Biden's target. Yeah. No. Meanwhile, we're struggling to even hit 5 million <laughs> since February, and it's now middle of June. Yeah. Like, I honestly thought that Australia would have, like, really, like, nipped that in the bud. But, mm. like, I mean, we had an issue, like, over here, and, you know, for certain certain people, they made it more, like, of a risk. So for those yeah. that actually wanted to, you know, fix the issue and get the like vaccine, like I'm glad that they were able to get that rollout going. And um, you know, like me and my husband, we've gotten our um our vaccines done. Um, so mm-hmm. we're all good. So like and like we, we have people that are close to us as well, like um yeah. family over here that um have like, you know, immune um issues mm-hmm. that made them you know, high risk as well. So it was, we were very focused on making sure everything was like safe and getting everything done. So, um, yep. yeah, it's nice to be vaccinated, but just, it's, it's, just that it's not bit normal. Of really. Thing, yeah. Things, things still technically ain't normal. So Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I feels like for me, it's just been the longest, you know, new normal essentially. Don't I'm just waiting for these border closures to piss off is what I'm all I'm hoping oh, don't for. Don't get me started. I haven't been back to Australia mm. three, four years now. Like, I haven't been since I left. And yeah. it's been it's been hard. But, um, yeah. the only, like, I try to see positives. <laughs> like, there's, like, mm. things where I'm just like, man, like, a lot of shops had to start accepting, you know, like, oh, we do takeout now. You can come up and just take takeout and... We yeah. we now have like all these like distancing rules where chairs and tables can't be on top of each other, and I'm like, oh, I'm seeing, mm. I'm hoping some of these things, these rules stick around. But that's the uh, antisocial person in me. Yeah, I I I'm kind of with you as well. I I want more of these like oh takeaway options and yep social distancing options at things because I just don't want to be cramped up around people mm. at restaurants and stuff. Exactly. Although a lot of them went very quickly. Um. Brendan and myself, uh, Dane, 
uh, we catch up pretty regularly, but Cruzy was up here from Melbourne in January. We caught up at a bar in Surface and everything like that. And it was, it was packed. It was chockers. Um, there was no social distancing, whatever. And this is in January, realistically. Wow. And it was just after there was a scare in Brisbane as well. So <laughs> it's <Yeah>. like, <laughs> it didn't really make a huge dent, I think, because, yeah, I mean, there was only like two or three infections recorded in that period in brisbane but still it was it makes you wonder it's like okay we jump back so quickly to what we had before and then we're going into these mini lockdowns straight away again yeah um and like melbourne's going through or just went through another one i, I think feel that was bad the third I, or fourth yeah i think it's that for like fourth one now yeah and the like <laughs> the latest ones because of that indian variant as well has the Indian variant made its way over to the States yet? No idea. No idea. No idea. <laughs> no idea. Wow. That's probably a good thing. I think it's because it's still, like, it's it's, it's improved dramatically. Like, the numbers have improved mm. dramatically. But at this stage, I yeah. think now we just hear it we, because it, cause it never got solved. It's hard yep. to keep track if a new one appears. <laughs> it's just all the same. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's... Yeah, because I watched the Indian stuff because they were up to like 300,000 confirmed cases a yeah. day. 400,000, I think, was like the peak of what they got. I don't know what their numbers are now. It hasn't been reported for a few weeks. Super sad. But that's the scary thing is just the high infection rate from it is what's scary. Yeah. And um, yeah, and having it in Melbourne where they were at zero cases daily for quite a while and they've jumped up to something like 90 to 100 confirmed cases at the moment or something like that active cases it's just um, it's just strange because i know that there's a forced forced quarantine when you um hmm. land in australia because obviously like looking to see like the possibilities to yeah. land over there um you ha- you're forced to stay at a hotel they don't tell you they don't let you choose. They don't even tell you which hotel or any choice in the matter. No. Or what state. Um, mm. And then they bill you for it. And, like, I've been hearing about, like, $5,000 bills for two, like, yep. having to do the mandatory quarantine. And it's just, like, you can't do um, that. Alana Pierce, um, Aussie yes. YouTuber and everything, she just got back into Australia. Her bill was three grand for Novotel in Sydney. Yeah. Because oh. she landed in Sydney, so she had to go to the quarantine facility in Sydney because you couldn't get a direct flight to Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Um, and then did a two week quarantine there, and then flew to Brisbane. Yeah, it's crazy. But like, and yeah, charged her three grand for the privilege. Yeah, yeah. This, hopefully, she was able to get that covered because, like, that's a lot of money mm. for a mandatory thing. And that, that's my point yeah. is that if they have all these like mandatory things, like, it's just mm. still baffling that it's like making its way through still. So, well. It's because it's all hotel quarantine. Like these aren't proper quarantine facilities at all. Yeah, and that's where a lot of these leaks and breaches are as happening in these quarantine facilities. Like the, not the last one in Brisbane, but the one prior to that. Um, that was a cleaner at a hotel quarantine facility that got it. So it was oh. actually someone that worked there. It wasn't someone that was a traveller or anything like that. It was a worker that was there that followed all the right procedures and done all the right things, but still contracted COVID and then was out in the community for three, four days before symptoms appeared. That's so weird. I th- I would assume mm. that they wouldn't let cleaners in for that tw- two weeks. Well, not into the rooms, but 
still they're in the hallways and things like that and oh, they've got to wear true. proper PPE and things like that and then they've got security guards. Like that was the whole big thing with the original Melbourne quarantine was one of the security guards who was just a hired guard, like just a contractor, not even a um a regular guard for or like they did, they were a low level guard, let's put it that way. Like they mm-hmm. do bouncing work on the weekend sort of shit. Um they actually slept with one of the hotel guests that was in quarantine and that's why oh they contracted the disease. God. I don't know the full details, but that's like the basics of the story. And it's like, how does that shit happen? Is because people just, uh, you know, they're not trained properly and they're not looked after properly. But yeah, I guess the most recent ones have all been just because of poor air filtration systems and things like that. Like the Melbourne one was a guy that was quarantined. He was a return traveler from India had quarantined in Adelaide, done his full two weeks and then went back to Melbourne and then tested positive when he was in Melbourne, not after after he'd left hotel quarantine, essentially. Like yeah, well, then that means he, he got it somewhere in between there, right? <laughs> well, you'd think so. Like, yeah. he either got it when he was leaving or, like, maybe two weeks isn't long <laughs> enough. Thanks since. for visiting. <laughs> Take this with you. Yeah. Uh, here you go you can have it here's a going away present you know i take this with you uh it's so, yeah. it's like it's it's just wild because like mm. like like it, when you haven't been affected by it exclusively like really directly mm. it's is i'm sure it's like it's a, it's a very different experience to people who have been like directly horribly affected to by it so like, you know, kind of having, like, passing comments like this, like, just like, oh, you know, like, this and that, like, oh, mm. yeah, we haven't been able to go out and stuff. So it's, I'm sure, like, these kind of conversations mean a lot more to people that have lost loved ones to this and or yeah. themselves have been affected, so. Yeah, and for me, and I guess a little bit for you as well, like, because of the border closures specifically, that's been the biggest thing that's affected my life. Um mm. Ukele being stuck in Canada realistically is that, you know, she can't come here. I can't go see her. So we're mm-hmm. stuck in this, I used the term stuck there, but it, it's, we're in this situation where we can't physically see each other and be with each other. So we, you know, we schedule video calls and things like that as often as we can. Yeah. and But like for the rest of my normal life, it's just go about business as normal. Yeah. Like there's nothing else here. And it's just, this international border closure that stops me and sort of similar for yourself. Like you just, the only reason you can't come home to see your friends and family is because of this border closure and the quarantine facilities well, quarantine procedures that you have to go through. Yeah. The quarantine procedures is like, it's a little too much. Like I don't have mm. that kind of cash to be like nope. forcing myself to st- spend time alone in a hotel room for two weeks. And you then- can't even crack a window. Really? That's the other thing. Yeah, like, um, have you watched Alana's videos? No, on I haven't. The whole thing? No, I'll have to oh, watch it. Definitely worth watching. Um, because I was interested in it just for the whole knowing what to I could potentially be walking into in the next six to twelve months. Um, but like, yeah, couldn't crack a window. Um, you don't really get any exercise. There's no way to do any exercise or anything like that. So, whatever you have in that hotel room, that's it. Wow. Um, besides, and no, like no external contact or anything besides the occasional visit from a nurse to check you, your health and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like foods left outside your door and you have to wait for them to leave so you can p- open the door to pick it up all this sort of stuff so sounds like prison <laughs> like obviously not but like you know like <laughs> literally like having to wait till someone you know drops off mm. food and yeah yeah see like but it's just uh, such a unique experience but, yeah, yeah yeah like and I, I I just I can't do it like I can't yeah. so I'm just like sitting here like you guys just like twiddling my thumbs mm. like waiting for the okay so then we can finally plan a trip over there like because I like I'm, mm. there's a there's a lot that I miss I miss like I miss family I miss friends and then there's like just little things I miss a meat pie I miss oh. <laughs> I miss I miss shitty like four and twenty meatballs. Four and twenty meatballs. Exactly. I miss that. <laughs> I miss it. I miss like yeah. snacks. I miss like weird like unique foods that I haven't been able to find here. Like yeah, just little things. I miss galas. I miss the kookaburra sounds that like used to be around my house. Just like oh uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, you're out the western parts of sydney and things like that so you yeah. would have got a lot of those yeah. like bird sounds and things really, like that really really yeah yeah and it's so funny to like realize when it's gone like mm. how like dead the air can sound <laughs> i remember it's really i know exactly what you mean because i remember like one of the simplest silliest things um when i visited the us to visit my parents and things like that um, I'd been in the States for probably about three weeks at this stage by the time I got to my parents in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And they had Vegemite in the um, in the uh, apartment. Oh. And I was like, oh, Vegemite. I haven't had Vegemite for a while. And like, because I probably hadn't had it for probably like three or four months and even in Australia. Mm-hmm. But because I was in the States, I didn't realize how much I actually missed Vegemite until I was actually in the States. Just like, seeing it. Simple little things like mm-hmm. that. It's just, you know, just reminds you of home so quickly yeah yeah it, it, yeah. it, it there, adds up <laughs> yeah is there any particular snack that you that you get mum to send over to you or, or um i always need and i say real tim tams because mm-hmm. they have tim tams over here but they're not right there's something wrong about mm-hmm. them they're not the real they're not I the real deal that, yeah. yeah um yeah. so i do ask for tim tams um pizza shapes Mm-hmm. pizza shapes are a necessity yep. um and like for the most part oh twisties cheese twisties oh twisties yeah 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 <laughs> like those i forget you know, uh, uh, twisties <laughs> is one of those snacks where you think it is an american snack but it's not like they have cheetos right like tr- yeah. crunchy cheetos but it's not the same thing it's not the it's, it's not. not the same thing and the chocolate sucks here like i i don't mm-hmm. eat a lot of chocolate i don't mm-hmm. but I really don't know <laughs> because it's so shit. It's so bad. You just miss Australian chocolate. Yeah, dairy milk. Just get a bar mm. of Cra- Cadbury dairy milk. That would be oh, great. We'll have to send you some of the new ones they've got over here now. Oh, see, I'm I, like I, I've been seeing everyone post like like I've been, oh my god yes gay times you because what you posted yeah I miss- I'm terrible <laughs> if I, I post about gay times all the time. Gay times. I miss golden gay times. Best ice cream. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm going to be so I'll hungry to, after this. I, was, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Having a margarita and not being able to eat any. Yeah, Cabanossi. They don't have Cabanossi. Cabanossi. Oh. Uh, like, <laughs> mm. like, I introduced Cabanossi to my husband when he used to come over to Australia. Yeah. And then I'm like, and we're pretty convinced that it doesn't exist here. 
because we've looked for oh, it. No. We we like even now go to like like different like you know like we go to Middle Eastern markets, we go to like like Mexican theme markets or like Japanese mm. or Korean just to see if anyone sells something similar, but can't seem to find it. Well, it's it's an Italian meat, isn't it? So you'd have to. But like even delis, like an Italian deli. Yeah, yeah, even delis, it's not there. They got like always soy, like wow. you know salamis and all that sort of stuff. But mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would have thought Cabanossi would have been. Yeah, I, I thought See? it would have been yeah. popular over there's in like, the states. So I, it's not something I would have thought of. Just all these like little weird things where it's it'll mm. be like, oh, I feel like this, and it just does not exist. Yeah. Like ho- yeah. cockroach oh. buns, like have only just kind of made their way over here, luckily. But I I make them now because sometimes you yeah. just got to make the stuff that you. I miss. was, was going to say I know they're in Canada because um, uh, not Kaylee, but what uh, one of the boys that used to frequent the NPCs chats was from Canada and he was a baker and he hated hot cross buns because every between January and Easter, mm-hmm. that's all he spent his nights making was hot cross fucking buns, and he hated every minute of it after a while. That's not too bad, um, but yeah, like yeah, I guess it's the Commonwealth the that connection. Maybe? Mate, yeah, I think it's yeah, it's a it's probably a Commonwealth British thing. Yeah, we've, we've kind of inherited over the years. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was saying to Brendan though, I'm gonna have to get you some of these. Um, fancy new snacks that are out here and we'll just have to do like a little care package eight bit care package for you and send it over <laughs> make me all fat well, that's the problem yeah. <laughs> that you, like if you send a care package it you've essentially sent me a guess like let's all guess how quickly you can eat that and chances are it's within the week <laughs> it's within yeah. the week this will be gone guarantee yeah we'll send you real tim tam some gay time popcorn because i know I've, I've got to i've got to force that over to you so you can try it <laughs> i'm skeptical man when you i'm like like when you showed the picture of that that was like that mm. was like sacrilege to me i'm like how very dare you sir <laughs> and how dare you say i saw it in the shops the only reason i bought it was because it was on special <laughs> <laughs> i bought it because it was on special and i was like oh i've just got to try it and i was like oh shit it's actually pretty damn good <laughs> I, I I trust I th- you. I think I trust you have to me. enjoy sweet popcorn to enjoy it. Anyway. I like so sweet popcorn to me when I lived in Australia was that rainbow popcorn. Like you know at kids parties, mm-hmm. it was and like yeah. I couldn't eat it after vomiting once at a kids party. <laughs> so now I see it and I'm just like, That's the same with me as rainbow paddle pops. <laughs> oh no, not rainbow paddle pops. Oh no. Oh, rain- I got sick eating rain. Like we had rainbow paddle pops in the fridge. So me being a young idiot decided I'm going to eat multiple of these in a row without telling mum and made myself ridiculously sick. So I've vomited rainbow, essentially. That's great. Because <laughs> it's all the same sort of hideous, greeny, purpley colour yes. that comes up. It's, oh. and that, Yeah, that would have been OG rainbow paddle pop before they changed the colours to something weird now, haven't they? Like purple? Yeah, they got more... Oh. And it's more pink and yellows now. Oh, okay then. Now. Yeah, from what I've seen anyway. I haven't had one for years because I just... The idea of eating one just makes me a little bit queasy. Yeah, that's that's a shame. I miss paddle pops too. I miss like miss um, paddle pops. Yeah, miss the paddle pops. Miss the um oh. standard chocolate one, and then there was always that mint one that they did. It was like limited time. Yep. Yeah. A limited mint one, um, and the banana one as well. But I can't. There was a fake banana flavor that is always risky. With me. <laughs> Well, I see. I liked it because I liked the banana quick, so that's why I think I like the banana paddle pop. This is this is just going to be a segment where we talk about what made us vomit, 
<laughs> banana, <laughs> banana. No, it wasn't. Was it quick? What was the milk drinks that we grew up with as kids? Like move? Was it move? Oh, well, there's move, and well, like because I'm in Queensland, so I grew up with Breaker, which is basically the Queensland version of move. Okay, so it must have been move, but there was like banana mm. move, and I remember drinking it once and vomiting that up, and then the smell oh. of it, like. And my brother, that was yep. my brother's favorite, like, flavor. So I would, sm- like, <laughs> s- like you'd be in a car and he'd open yep. it and I'd be like, oh, God, <laughs> going to bar. Yeah, see, my trick was, especially in winters, was I'd make the banana quick, but I'd make it in a hot, hot milk. So I'd have a hot oh. banana quick. <laughs> so you know, like how you'd make a hot chocolate yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I know, I know. It's basically the same thing, but, hot, yeah, with the hot, banana quick. Hot banana milk. <laughs> It was actually good. Well, I liked it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird. <laughs> That's a new one. That's a new one. Actually, speaking of drinks, um, over mm. here I can get Milo because oh really? Milo is a very predominant drink growing up for Mexican kids. Oh really? I did not know that. Yeah, there's a, like a lot of things, and I think the connection might be Nestle. Um, there's maybe a, there's a small connection between certain products and like um, Mexico grew up with it. So like mm. there'll be like slightly similar things that I can get um, from like Mexico because oh. yeah, and Milo was one of them. They call it Milo, that's, but um, yeah, Milo. That, yeah, that's surprising because I like that was the thing I love. I missed the most when I was living in Finland with um, Milo. Yeah. Uh, Mum would send over the care package. You'd have Tim Tams, Milo, and Vegemite. That were the three things I request every time. That that's that sounds like an answer to the Australian citizenship test. You know, like yeah, <laughs> Milo, what are the three Tim things you need. <laughs> and try to. Well, the thing was trying to teach my host families how to drink Milo properly and stuff. Like well, that, hang on. What's did, what's properly? Did you go by what it says? We on have the, like twelve te- yes, okay, t- good, teaspoons good, of Milo good, in a cup, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Milo and, and a then tiny you eat bit the Milo milk. off the top, and you're like, "Oh, I don't want the milk. I just want the Milo." Did you ever attempt when you put like you have the Milo, and then you put that tiny bit of milk in, but then you make the Milo slush, and then it's mm-hmm. like like it's like Milo custard slush, and you're like you're eating yep. it, and you're eating it, and at the start you're like, "This is the best thing ever," and by the yeah, end of it you're yeah. like, "Oh no, yeah, this is not good." <laughs> Mistakes so good. were made. <laughs> But Did I won't you ever do the Milo on vanilla ice cream? Yes, but I yep. I adapted that as so late in life, like oh, way really? too late, way too late, <laughs> way too late. You because uh, I used to do the Milo on the vanilla ice cream, and then after a certain like you'd, you'd have a couple of spoonfuls, and like yeah, yeah, and then I just mush it all together and stir it all up, so it's basically Milo flavored ice cream. You want to hear my family psychopath tradition? Vanilla ice cream and golden syrup. Oh, shit. (laughs) That's a combo. That is a combo. And, like, thinking now, I'm like, that's a lot of sugar. I was like, "Mm." a lot, yeah. Yeah, let's put this concentrated burnt sugar on top of this uh, frozen sugar. Um, Mm. Yeah, that was our weird combo. But discovering, like, hang on a second, I can have Milo ice cream if I put Milo in my ice cream. That was way too late. (laughs) Way too late. By the time I think I figured that out, they already had Milo ice cream. Milo flavored ice cream, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because there's a few other things I used to do that with as well. Like you'd get the mint, like the mint flavored um, toppings and things like that. So I just mush it all together. So I'd have mint, just basically mint ice cream, or mm. again using quick. Actually, one of the stupid things my family, maybe it's just me and my brother, because we're just delinquents. 
um, <laughs> we did with um, breakfast time, you get plain rice bubbles and then you'd put like the quick over the top of the rice bubbles. So you'd have flavored rice bubbles or Milo over the rice bubbles. I wasn't allowed. That was the other thing that we used to do. I wasn't allowed cereal growing up. Well, rice bubbles was just plain, very plain. Tell my mum <laughs> I was only allowed wheat bix. <laughs> well, at least you're a wheat bix kid. <laughs> oh man, wheat bix. Thorpey says they're fully sick. <laughs> like I used to have the like the wheat bix, and we used to put fucking brown sugar on top of it. So I don't understand yep. my mum's theory, which was like she thought cereals were like you know sugar infested. Um. So and it's like, oh yeah, let's fucking yeah, let's throw that sugar right on top of that wheat bix. <laughs> Logic. Our did some weird things. They let us get away with some weird stuff. I mean, it, hey, look, the way I think of it is, it was the nineties. It was a different time. <laughs> we know better now. <laughs> Do we? Like, I think there's like a lot Not of things really. that we kind of we got to experience that, like, I think we kind of lucky. We're lucky with. I always mm. always say that like pop culture for us was at its best. And then what's great yeah. is we get to experience all the cool stuff that comes now. So I think we've probably get to experience the best of it. I think we've managed to, because like we got a lot, and I am a few years older than you, so I got a lot of the 80s stuff as well. Mm. So I get a lot of that late um, late 80s, early 90s nostalgia trips a lot more, but I think a lot of that nostalgia stuff, from the, especially from the 80s, carried over to the 90s a lot better yeah. than what, say, stuff from the early 2000s to now has carried over because we weren't we didn't have that internet no sort of you know none of that so it'll like um things just didn't like things stuck around a lot longer because of no internet and things like that yeah like trends now they they come and go within weeks yeah uh, because of the internet culture yeah we're already what what trend are they in now that the youth are replicating are we in the 70s again or are we back in the 90s (laughs) I'm I'm too close to forty. I don't know what the youth are doing anymore. <laughs> so don't worry. Like, some of them are all right, and some of them are not. <laughs> okay. I, most of them are just over my head. I, I've got like kids working for me now, like as apprentices, and they're like seventeen years old. I'm like, yeah, I'm more than oh double God. your age. <laughs> just makes me feel old. Like talking about, oh, you know, you probably don't remember this. And, like I'll mention a band which to me. Like an Aussie band, like let's just say Grinspoon, for example, mm-hmm. and they've never heard of Grinspoon, and I'm like, that's just unreal to me, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's just, oh, just, it's crazy. But anyway, <laughs> oh, actually, a perfect example. Um, when Eddie Van Halen died, mm-hmm. I I had an apprentice working with me. He'd be 22, 23, maybe. Okay. All right. Mm. And I said, oh shit, Eddie Van Halen. He's just gone, who? I'm like. Guitarist from Van Halen. Who's Van Halen? Oh no! I'm like, you're kidding me. I don't. His mum works. His mum works for us. I went to his mum and said, "You need to punish your son. He doesn't know who Van Halen is. That's on you. You have not yep, been. You've raised him terribly. <laughs> terribly, yes. I was like, you're I, a bad mother. And it's bad too because I feel like it's oh, maybe it's not so much anymore. But like I feel like growing mm. up for us, like uh, Australia is very ingrained in rock music like culture. Yeah. So I kind of feel like you kind of stumbled upon that. I was actually telling my husband about, I don't know if it happened in Queensland, but there was jukebox Saturday nights on the radio. Sydney siders, I think will know what I'm referring to, but it was like, probably Sydney siders. Yeah. I know we had, um, there was like weeknight 
request night things. This is not Triple J side of things, but um, on the like the commercial radio was like a top countdown. Like you had to vote every night on a weeknight. Oh yeah, we I think we kind of had you that ring thing in to too. vote or something like that. Something similar. I can't really mm. remember all the details. But I, like thirty I, something years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know if it's still going on. But like jukebox Saturday yeah. night was like always around like even when i was a teenager and i felt like parents always listened to it so then as kids we were always kind of tuned in to kind of at least hearing classics and Mm. then like you know triple m in sydney which is a rock radio station was one of the major ones so i just always felt like rock music it snuck in no no matter what yeah so the fact yeah, that well, young youth don't know for me, about my dad was a big John Fogarty and oh, yeah. Jimmy Buffett fan mm-hmm. as well. So, uh, speaking of Jimmy Buffett, Margaritaville. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to Jimmy Buffett. So I grew up on a healthy dosage of Jimmy Buffett, um, John Fogarty, <laughs> CCR and the Beatles was what I grew up on. Good, good combo. Good combo. Yeah. Dad's a massive Beatles fan. Like he's got original... Uh, white album LP that's never been played. Never been played, so it's just like yeah, sealed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just—it's just a collector's item white LP, and like good. I think it's even on the, the white vinyl mm-hmm. that they released it on. So he's got—he had one that he played and one he kept as a collector's item. That's pretty cool. The white album, yeah, is really good. The white album, yeah. I mean, that's their pinnacle Beatles, isn't it? Really. <sighs> I think that's just the box of worms. Like everyone has a different kind of time period that they enjoy of the Beatles. I'm I'm yeah. all over the place to be honest on what I like. But my it's my mum. My mum's a big Beatles fan, so that's why I know about the Beatles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got a favorite Beatles track? Um, I do like Strawberry Fields. It's a good one. It's just. Yeah, this starts off with like a like a ro- very romanticized thing, and then it goes into kind of like mm. wackiness. So I think like Sergeant Pepper's around that Yellow Submarine kind of where they yeah went into that whimsy. That's I think mm-hmm. the time period I like. Don't get me wrong, I still like some of the earlier stuff. I like some of the later stuff, but yeah, I think that stuff kind of just resonates a bit more. Strawberry Field is a banger of a track. Mm. I love. Um, my favorite is Day Tripper just because of the guitar riffer mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, I think that's that's just classic George on that mm. um but eleanor rigby is probably oh. the other one that's up there for me eleanor rigby is a great song and i like i only just such a great song found out um because my husband's a big thrice fan he goes oh i mm. know eleanor rigby thrice did it i didn't know it was a beatles song. i didn't know thrice covered it yeah me neither <laughs> but they did sounds pretty identical wow, too to by the way yeah it sounds pretty identical <laughs> wow because i've got the original on my like normal google playlist so it just it pops up every now and then i just i love that song yeah oh man but yeah so th- there is a couple of things i wanted to chat to you about mostly about and we have talked a little bit about moving to the u.s and things like that yeah how have you found because originally when you moved over uh you didn't have a green card or anything like that no. but you you do now mm-hmm. how you have you found that whole process of becoming like more of a resident, permanent yeah. resident of the United States. Like, 
we decide when we went through this whole process like everyone can kind of have the option of hiring mm. like a person to assist them throughout the whole process you know help with documents mm-hmm, answer mm-hmm. all the questions that sort of bullshit but then we decided we're like no we can we can do this ourselves we'll 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 do everything ourselves do you think you'll apply for like dual citizenship or anything in the future or just i don't know i like i don't like no. i legit haven't really thought about it to be honest like because mm. <laughs> like it's it's because it's been like such a weird few years as well. Like without yeah. even ha- being able to go back to my home country, kind of thing. It's been really, really yeah. weird. So I mean, last year, especially in America, was fuck. That was a year. Uh, yeah. Like you know, you got COVID, the Black Lives Matter movement, and uh, for a lack of a better term, the the protests, riots, whatever oh. you want to call them. Um, like that was huge, mm-hmm. obviously. And then you've got the u.s election as well and then the attack on the capital yeah just like is that especially being a foreigner in that country is how's that felt for you like has that been scary or i feel like for me being here it's been less scary because i'm here mm-hmm. um yeah whereas like i guess when you're in another country mm-hmm. you're getting like really second second hand information and with a yep. like almost like a they all want to tell the yeah. same story, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think I understand. Like, it's like using the Australian bushfires last year as an example. Was that like well, sensationalized? I suppose in the media over there. It, it like, yeah, it, it definitely was yeah. because um, there was a lot of like, <laughs> like there was a lot of stories that were lies about wildlife. I can tell you that now. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. but just like they like. They made it out like 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 the bushfires are serious, regardless. Oh yeah. But they yeah. made it out like like it only happens that bad, like once. And I'm like, no, bush like these mm. like to this scale, it happens quite frequently, actually. Like, I mean, and, but I mean, and they that they particular scale was obviously quite large. Um, but like we do have quite large bushfires very regularly. Very regularly, yeah. Like, um, probably if not more so regular than what the California wildfires are. Yeah, the, Cal- the California wildfires, like, and this is the thing living here is I'm learning more about, mm-hmm. like, how big states are, how governments and how things are, like, handled mm-hmm. and stuff. So, like, like yeah, I guess, like, only Cal- maybe Californians are a bit more um, sympathetic to Australians because mm-hmm. they experience it. But, yeah, it's I guess it's it's about, like, when you're there, when you're present, like there's a lot of things like where, yeah. you know, unfortunately you hear about like what happens in the news in America and then mm. it doesn't matter where in the country it is over there. I'll still get a message from my mom being like, Hey, I've, I heard about this. I'm like nowhere near it, mom. Nowhere near it. Yeah. It's the other side of the country. <laughs> no, nowhere near it. We're, we're Sorry, near. mom. That's in Miami. <laughs> yeah. Literally. <laughs> that's Florida. Side. That's just Florida. It's like its own, own little world over there. Yeah. <laughs> So there's a there's yeah I think I like being here more mm. is less like it's less like confronting unless it's like re- literally yep. at the you know cusp of where I'm at but yeah mm. it doesn't it's not too too scary yeah well moving away from some of the scarier stuff in the states <laughs> what's some of the the uh, more fun things that have happened in the states while you've been over there is there anything in particular, like travel-wise, like going to I don't know, going to the other parts of California or Nevada or like wherever else is near you. Yeah, um, 
It's been very interesting. I mean, you guys are close to Mexico as well. You've gone down south to Mexico. No, yeah. Probably not so much in COVID, but. (laughs) No, not during COVID, but like, yeah, no, we do. We do actually want to eventually go down to Mexico and see Mexico City Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, But I mean, it is quite, it's that, that site in itself, like, you know, just seeing Mm. like how that's kind of boarded off is an interesting view, but like also being in California like how you can kind of just be like by the beach, drive into mm-hmm. the city, drive into the mountains and then drive to the desert like within like a few hours. And it's just like, yeah. it's like, that's wild. <laughs> like it's really weird. And then it's like, <laughs> like just having a conversation with my husband and we'd be like, you know, like, do you want to go to Vegas? I'm like, oh, when? He's like, oh, it's, you know, it's only like a four hour drive. So we can just, you know, I'm like, like just do it on the weekend. You know, just do it on the weekend. Like, you know, like do like a day trip and go to a, like, like, yeah. Yeah. Like any, like any weird location kind of thing like that. And like, I'm like, you got to understand like these trips, like, like how many hours it only takes to get to these brand new locations. <laughs> we would go to get you somewhere similar in Australia. You're like, I'm in the bush yeah. four hours later. Still in the bush. <laughs> like, Still in the bush, yeah. There's nothing else around. Um, oh, look, there's a small country town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to use the bog. Um, That's it. But, yeah, like that that in itself is pretty unique. Um, mm. the, the culture change. Um, like I think I'm now really like used to it now. There's like a really like a weirdness, like a weird vibe where it's like there's like overly friendly people like yep. like uncomfortably friendly um yeah i think i know what you mean yeah like in australia you can have friendly people but there's like this mutual understanding of like hi hi cool we've acknowledged each other let's move on but then there's like almost like mm-hmm. semi like like you are way too friendly like in america like it might be just like a great attitude and i'm just a horrible person mm-hmm. but i'm just like mm, a little too uncomfortable a little too friendly um i'm genuinely shocked um that i don't i never get clocked for being a foreigner I oh really yeah and then your accent's not thick enough maybe or? i guess not i don't know like i honestly thought i was going to run into that issue a lot the only time i i ran into that issue was like ordering things so mm-hmm. and because i've worked in customer service i know what it's like to repeat yourself so i changed yeah. the way i said things to make it easier for yep. the other person so yep yeah. Um, this. Yeah, I, I, I think I only ever found maybe twice when I was in the states that someone said, "Oh, that's a strange accent. Where are you from?" Or like, Australia. Like, <laughs> I said g'day when I walked up to you. I think that's the biggest giveaway I, I can give. See, I don't do those like colloquialisms. It's, it's- it's because I grew up at a farm in Queensland. Yeah. I can't help it. I just Country say good boy. All the time. <laughs> yeah. And how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> Struth. Um, Struth. No. Thank your mother for the rabbits. <laughs> oh, um, I do, like, there's, like, other things where I get busted for when, like I say, like, was it the boot? The ch- they, oh, of the car, yeah. Yeah, yep. the boot, the bonnet. Mm-hmm. Go grab the trolley. And it's like, no, the cart. <laughs> grab the cart and uh, the trolley. Um. Yeah, they'll just be like. Do you think Pedro's picked up on like some of like your colloquialisms and he says them now at all, or uh, like even just to communicate with yourself? Like no, like he no. he like he like especially the ones where 
they just don't make sense at all. Like he'll he'll correct me. Like um <laughs> like, like yeah, the whole car one is always a funny one. He always likes laughing at that. He thinks bonnet is the funniest one because he's like, What what you put on your head? I'm like, mm. um but yeah, there's like I'm trying to think of like the funny ones that he just lets go. Chucky Yui. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird one. But yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's hard to think of now on the top of my head because I think he just lets them pass. But like, mm-hmm. like equally, like with his like um, Mexican heritage, like he says a lot of things now where I just like let it pass or I've picked up on it myself, which I should probably watch out for because I know some of it is in uh proper if i get busted in the wrong neighborhood <laughs> saying it so yeah yeah is there things that he says that you sit there and go what the fuck <laughs> no i or... i ask no oh, you I, adjusted that much yeah like i've i'm pre- i'm doing my best to like adjust and pick up but um mm. there's like there's like little things now that it's just it's in my like it's in my vocabulary now like just like standard mm-hmm. like like get like, like and um i weigh like little things like that, yeah. um, that like I get to pick up, but I don't think he's picked up anything on me now that I come to think of it, which sucks. You're just gonna have to throw some more colloquialisms at him I, and stuff like that, just to. Those are the ones he makes to... makes fun of, like I eight. Yeah. He thinks me saying eight, like the number eight, is funny. Yeah. yeah. So anytime I have to say the number, he just he he puts on a full on. <laughs> Australian bogan accent to say eight, just to make fun of me. <laughs> eight, eight, oh, eight's not the one I would have thought of. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there'd be plenty of other words that could be made fun of. No, that, that, I think it was because I was in a store getting my shoes, like getting a new pair of shoes, and the lady's like, "What size?" And I went, "Oh, eight. And she goes, "Sorry." And apparently, I just went eight, <laughs> like really Aussie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I was eight, mate. <laughs> Bloody Susan, can't you hear me? Bloody Sheila. <laughs> I think if I did that, then yeah. I would get clocked. But I don't yeah. know. I'm just, I'm just not interesting enough to be clocked for it. <laughs> Fair <sighs> enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Okay. So before we start looking at wrapping all of this up, mm. and it is E3 time. Oh yes. Um, I know you've been recording stuff for THG and everything E three related, but is there anything E three that you really got your hopes on, like gaming wise? Elder Scrolls at all? Yeah, Elder Scrolls. <laughs> I want my fucking game. Well, I suppose. I mean, it's the thirteenth year, so it's the thirteenth. That's no, twelfth. Still there. the twelfth year. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be. Um, I think it's. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow. at like three a.m. our time. For the Xbox Bethesda conference, nicely early, not not early in the mo- comfortably in the morning over here. <laughs> I mean, I normally get up at bloody um, four a.m. anyway. So sparrows fart. I- yeah. I've said that. Good old sparrows fart. I've said that to my husband. Yeah. And he doesn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, my last boss, he used to say sparrows fart all the time because we always had to be in Brisbane somewhere at six a.m. in the morning. I was like, oh god, why? Why are you making me drive all the way to Brisbane at 6 a.m.? Um, 
But yeah, like it, so, Elder Scrolls, obviously. And have you been playing Ratchet and Clank? You said you were yes. going to get it. Yes, I have, and apparently, mm. I've been breaking the game. So, breaking. I, the, <laughs> it's, it's fashion. Yeah, like <laughs> I was taking a risk because this isn't my kind of game. I don't usually play these kind of games, which mm. I think people are pretty used to now. But um, it's such a pretty, pretty game. Like it's a really good-looking game, and consistently. Yeah good looking so i'm like okay i have to i have to play this i'll play this one and i'm glad i did it's a yeah, great yeah. game but yeah i just yeah uh you know you're not a platformer <laughs> type person are you no i'm really not i'm not like i like neither I'll, am i i'll find the odd occasional game that i'll really enjoy like I, i'm mm. i'm a big fan of walker millie I, that game is great yep. but like then there's like other ones that people are really passionate about like uh i can't can't think of one right now, but like I just I'm not about it. I'm just like, oh no thanks. I'm just see I enjoy some good two D platformers, but like the three D platformers I just can't get into. Like I played the last Ratchet and Clank and I'm like, oh it's a very pretty game and it looks you know, it runs well and everything on PS4. Hmm. You know, like, that's a six year old game now, whatever whenever it came out. Yeah. And I was like I just it hasn't got staying power for me. Meanwhile, something like Ori, I love the Ori series. Oh, it's those good? two games. They were, they're beautiful. Beautiful. Games. It looks pretty. I just don't know if I have the um, I don't know the drive to complete a game like that. And I feel like it has mm. to be completed. Like it feels like it has a significant story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, yes, it does. I, I I love the ending for the first Ori, mm. but um, I definitely think. You know, I mean, it's on Game Pass, so it doesn't hurt to try it out, does it? Yeah. Um, true. Yeah. Um. Mm. But yeah, I, I love those little 2D platformers. Some of them are fantastic. And it's just a matter of once I actually get started into it and I can feel like I've got the hang of the controls, I can just continue going through the game. But then other games, like I just did a review for Biomutant for 8-bit as well. Like that was the basics of an RPG, RPG style combat game and everything like that. And I was like... I want to like this game so much. It's really pretty. The world is fantastic, but the mechanics and the combat and the dialogue mm. all just really are frustrating. Yeah. There's no other way to describe it. And I was playing it going, I just want to be playing Destiny 2. <laughs> yeah, some of the best games, like uh, controls and gaming, in my personal opinion. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, before we jumped on, like before you messaged me earlier to say, "Oh, how are we recording?" I'm like, "Oh shit, I hadn't thought of that." I was actually sitting there playing it <laughs> on the couch. As a fellow Destiny fan, that's totally okay. I approve. I approve. <laughs> <laughs> I played one round of Iron Banner. I went, "Oh great, a, a clan, an entire clan's just wiped out a thing, and we mercy to cool." I'm not going back to Iron Banner again this weekend. I, <laughs> I don't go to Iron Banana. No way. It's a punish. I just wanted to get the quest done. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> I give up. Like nope not happening i give up yep sounds like me every time mm. it's a bounty that requires doing like either like raids or um level one hundred thousand nightfall that sort of stuff Oof. yeah Oof. my biggest problem is just finding people to play with because on xbox i mean brandon plays on xbox but he's got a lot that he jumps bounces between all the time as well yeah yeah it's difficult um, yeah, so and my old clan's all PlayStation based and everything like that, but I don't own Beyond Light and Shadow Keep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Shadow Keep on PlayStation. Mm. Or the um, Forsaken. That was the other one. I I don't own that on PlayStation either because I played Forsaken on PC originally. So. Wow, you're all over the place. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's like to go back to PlayStation to play with my PlayStation friends, um, to play like from my old clan days and things like that from Destiny One. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't own any of the content, so I'd have to rebuy it again. And just having it free on Game Pass is like, yeah, I don't want to spend the money. Yeah, soon they'll initiate um crossplay. Yeah, we can all be a happy, happy Destiny family. That's it. We can play Gambit together, Ali. Yes, come, come play Gambit with me. <laughs> I want to play Gambit with someone. I don't want to play alone. <laughs> play with all the blueberries. Uh, yeah, I, I'm loving the new Gambit too. Um, I think well, it's we're fantastic. we're a rare kind. I can tell you. I love that it's just one round and it's over. It's like, okay, we didn't win that round. All right, next yeah, thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. Oh, that guy sucked. That's right. He's not in the next game. It's all yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, well, we better wrap it all up. Is there anything you want to plug or shout out before we finish everything up? I mean, THG, the big one, obviously. Yeah, well, that's the that's the one I got going. So, um, The Hungry Gamers... Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say every Friday, but this would be the first week with that Friday, every Monday, where mm. technically easy. you record on a Friday. We that's record on a Friday. <laughs> that's where yes. you get the stuff. That's that's where it starts and finishes for me. Sorry, we release every Monday, <laughs> uh, apart from all the E3 coverage, which is this week. Time differences. Oh, I'm I'm the worst person. I'm the worst person making you have a lunchtime cocktail just to that's be right. able to make this it's work. <laughs> I'm going to finish this up and go bloody jump on a video call with Kayleigh. So, <laughs> I'm buzz, girl. I, I've got a nice buzz on. It's, it's what, like 8.30, 8.40 over there for her. So I'm assuming it's the same sort of time for you. You guys are in yes, the same time that's zone. that's correct. There you go. Mm. So, yeah, that west coast of North America. Mm-hmm. The best coast. <laughs> Where can they find you on the socials? I can find me if, at, they want to, if you want to find me. If, uh, you want, if they want to find you. <laughs> Miss Ali Hart on everywhere. I've I've got a really good buzz on now because I got the giggles. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Ali. It's been a pleasure catching up with you. I do miss you so much. I miss, I miss you seeing too. your face and hanging out with you. And yeah, I'm sad that the borders aren't going to be open in time for PAX this year because that would have been a great time to catch up and hang out. Yeah. So. Once everything, once yeah. the world goes back to its normal equally shitty self normal. yeah <laughs> back to the other kind we all get to hang out and i'll make the trip yeah. over oh I, I can't wait it'll be great to see you and your loving husband and mm-hmm. everything like that because i'm sure he'll come over with you oh as well yes yeah. he, he misses yeah, he so. misses everyone as well so yeah, so, yeah, I, I can't wait to see you again and hang out and everything like that. And we'll have to try and tee up some time to play some Gambit together once yes. crossplay is enabled. Yes. 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 100%. Yes. <laughs> so exciting. Um, but thank you very much for joining me and uh, having a tasty margarita with me. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> I, I didn't ask, how'd you go making it? Um, um, Not good. It was just... Pour, it was pouring liquids into a glass. I did a fancy ice cube, though. I don't know if you saw it. was a ball. It was a round. It is a ball. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had to use the ball one for my shaking oh. ice because I didn't have any cubes left over. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you very much for joining me and, and sharing a drink with me and catching up. It's an absolute blast having a chat with you. Thank you so much for having me. It was a great time. All right. No worries. And as always, everyone, stay hungry.